Welcome back to a Deadlier podcast where we delve into the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that have fascinated humans for centuries. In today's episode, we'll explore some of the most intriguing and spine tingling aspects of the paranormal world. From ancient folklore to modern day sightings, these phenomena have captured the imaginations of people across the globe and continue to spark curiosity and wonder in those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe. So sit back, relax, and join us as we embark on a journey into the unknown, exploring some of the most fascinating and eerie aspects of the paranormal world. So welcome back, guys. Um, just want to give another quick shout out to uh, the Conversation Cabin, Bold Talk by Joe, The Thing About Us, uh, Sense of Shelf. All of those are great podcasts. Go check them out um, and uh, leave them, you know, rate them. Help them out, you know, help them get them out there, like share their stories and all that good stuff. Um, as you know, they're pretty supportive about me, so I just want to show my support back to them. So today we have like a couple of, it's like a mixture of stories of whatever. I have more stories like hauntings at work and, you know, maybe some hooded figure shit or maybe white lady. We'll see. And I kind of kind of forgot about that line, but we'll start it off right now. So this is one of my stories. This was uh, my old site. You know, my old site was on some demon time shit because from day one, I had reports of like strange incidents going on. So it all started a couple weeks before the site was supposed to properly launch. The only people on site were security, construction workers, and LP. One evening after everyone was gone, again, this was told to me by my LP. This was when we were just a week before opening. My swing shift guard and LP were at the front desk working. When all of a sudden the emergency, the emergency exit door to the far right goes off. They were like, what the fuck? Who triggered that? Since they were like the only ones there. The guard goes over to check while LP checks the cameras for any activity. The guard sees nothing and no one near the door on the other side or inside. LP checked the cameras and the Linnell system and showed that they were the only ones in the building. He then double checked the cameras in case he missed something with the guard there. Just because the lights were set on, um, I guess, like a timer motion sensor so they would turn on and off. Uh, so they concluded nothing, nothing happened. It could have just been a faulty wiring. About 15 minutes later, law enforcement shows up at the front. They rush in and ask if everything's okay. My guard and LP are confused because they didn't call them. They ask the lead for the, re- you know, they ask the lead officer for the reason of the visit. And the lead tells them that one of the neighbors called them because they heard the alarm go off and they saw a group of men in all black run out of the building. My guard and LP informed them that they were the only ones in the building and they were shook after that. Yeah, so that place has a lot of a lot of wild things. I read not too well, but like a little frightening things. Uh, the next one, and this is the same building. <clears throat> this one's pretty much called The Shadow in the Woman's Restroom. Uh, this one happened to the guard in the first story. She would claim along, uh, alongside others that they would feel uneasy in that particular restroom. She would say that she felt like she wasn't alone and that she was being watched. One day, she saw what was watching her. She said that she had sat down to use the restroom when something told her to look up at the door. In the gap between the door stall, she said she saw a tall shadow looking in. She ran out of the restroom without fully pulling up her pants. As she ran out of the restroom, she bumped into the site general's manager. She told him there was someone in the restroom with her. He went in and checked and saw no one in there. They reviewed footage to see if anyone had entered the, after her, but no one did. They no longer see the shadow in the restroom, but they still feel uneasy going in there alone. And for some of you that are from that site 
And if you are listening, that's kind of the reason why they have those privacy blinds in there because they got installed the very next day after that. Also, if you know the restroom we're talking about. This one I titled The Flying Objects of Ambient. The Flying Objects of Ambient. This shit all started around late 2018. Only reason I know the time frame is because the person involved. During my time there, I used to talk to one of my friends a lot while they worked. One day, while in one of the aisles closest to the south wall, we both saw a pack of uncooked noodles fly off the shelf about 15 feet from us. We both looked at each other in disbelief like, what the fuck? Another instance happened overnight. The overnight lead asked me if I could review footage to see who was damaging the radios. The radios they use are 600 a pop, so they're expensive as fuck. While reviewing footage, I saw that while the radio was placed in its little docking station by one of the walls, it was launched off the wall, like just suddenly. Like there was nobody around. There was nobody pushing anything. Like that thing just flew like 20 feet from from the wall into the aisles. So obviously I told the lead and, you know, they, they were shocked because I guess they had witnessed it and they just wanted to make sure like they were just weren't seeing things. So once I confirmed it, you know, I, I showed them, you know, the footage. Hey, this is what it was. Nobody was there. Nobody was walking by. That thing just flew off, you know. But, you know, that's some poltergeist shit right there. Thinking about it now makes sense since we had so many people of diverse backgrounds working there. You know, they, they might have brought some emotional or psychological or traumatic energy uh, that was later amplified by the stresses of work, which, you know, probably could have cost some manifestations. Um but yeah, man, we had a lot of shit. We had uh, other strange happenings, like some of our employees were, were report hearing vo- voices or people walking in this freezer chilled area when they knew they were the only ones in there. But yeah, a lot of stuff happened at that building. Pretty uh, traumatizing. This next one comes from Anna. I lived in a house that was built in the 1850s. It's received upgrades over the years to keep up with the times. Since day one, I knew something dark lurked in that house. While I was moving in, I was taking certain items up the stairs to place in the bedroom. As I got to the third from the top step, I felt two hands from the from the front push me back. I fell back with everything and so much force that I almost landed outside my house. I also broke my leg that day because of the fall. Note to self, cleanse the homes before you move into them. Oh, goddamn, man. You fucking pissed them off on day one, huh? This one comes in from Adam, the first human. Uh, but his name is Adam. He goes, greetings from across the pond. I assume this is probably from the UK. I don't know. Uh, back in the late 1980s, on a hot summer night, I was driving home from a friend's house. I had my windows down because it was a summer and it was a hot night. To keep me awake for the drive, I turned the radio on. A couple miles into the drive, I get the feeling that I'm not alone. My radio started going on and off by itself. I become a bit nervous and start looking over my shoulder and rearview mirror. My radio dies and it becomes dead quiet. I take one last look at my rearview mirror, hoping to, to see another sign of life behind me when I notice some sort of mist in my back seat. I keep looking back at my rearview mirror and I see that this mist starts to take shape. The mist becomes what appears to me to be a figure of a young woman covered in a white cloak. I'm shocked, but at the same time frightened. I continue to drive in silence, hoping the woman behind me pays no attention to me. After about 15 minutes, I look back through my rearview mirror and see no one. My radio turns back on by itself, and I just continue to drive. Thinking of what just happened, I know we have a couple of haunted roads over here in the UK. I just didn't expect my hometown to be one of them. 
Thanks for sharing my story. So a phantom hitchhiker, huh? I kind of always wanted one of those. But then maybe I don't because, you know, probably the shark or freak might kill you or might jerk into, like, fucking traffic. But I don't know. I, I do remember hearing, like, in another podcast, too, that uh, I forgot what movie they were talking about. But there was this movie that had this incident in the backseat and it traumatized everybody that everybody would drive would always double check their seat. And then that's how they would know that they saw the movie. If I get more details, I'll probably plug it in on the next one. But that's just pretty funny. Well, going back to it, a phantom hitchhiker. Phantom hitchhikers, also known as the ghostly hitchhikers or vanishing hitchhikers, are a type of urban legend or folklore involving supernatural encounters with hitchhikers. These stories typically describe a person who appears as a hitchhiker and is picked up by a driver, but during the course of the ride, the strange or paranormal events occur. The defining characteristics of a phantom hitchhiker tales is that the hitchhiker mysteriously disappears or vanishes from the vehicle before reaching their destination often leaving behind some form of evidence that they were a ghost or spirit. These stories can take various forms and have different cultural variations, but they are generally share a common theme of encountering a supernatural entity on the road. Phantom hitchhiker legends have been reported in various countries and cultures around the world. The details and specific narratives can vary, but they often involve encounters with the spirits of a deceased individual who are seeking assistance or trying to deliver a message to the living. Sometimes the hitchhiker may be a tragic figure, who died in a car accident or a result of foul play. Overall, phantom hitchhikers are intriguing figures of folklore and over legends that add an element of mystery and the supernatural to tales of travel and encounters on the road. Kind of reminds me of the story I saw while watching the show Beyond Belief, Factor Fiction. I think it's like where it's an older couple driving home late one night and the husband sees a woman standing at the edge of the road. The husband stops to help the lady, but upon parking the car, she vanishes. So the husband gets out of the car and tries to look for her, the lady only to find like a vehicle that's been in an accident on the side of the road. And he goes and he checks the car. In the car, you find the driver, a woman who's dead and a toddler who's still alive in the backseat. And then, you know, if it wasn't for him, you know, seeing the, the woman, that kid probably would have died. Or uh, the other famous story of the lady who's out late one night waiting for a ride home or waiting for the bus. It's one of those two things on a rainy night or, or a late night. And... And you pick her up, you take her home, and then she vanishes just before you reach her house. But, like, you're, you're sure, like, she was real because you either end up giving her, like, your jacket or sweater or some bullshit like that. So you end up going the next day to get your shit back, and you, you, you end up finding out she's been dead for, like, years now. This next one comes in from Ike. Uh, it was the good old days, a nice cool night in 79. I was driving home from a night at the bar. I'll admit I shouldn't have been driving, but I was young, and I was feeling bulletproof. Driving down the road recklessly... I came to a bend in the road. I hugged the turn as tight as I could, but I was blinded by the bright lights of an incoming truck. I swerved and ended up in a ditch. The next thing I know, I hear the voice of a woman, of a woman telling me to wake up. I open my eyes and I look for the woman. The voice urges me to get up and move. I managed to crawl out the car, which was destroyed. As I begin to stand up, or at least attempt to stand up, I feel an arm pick me up and help me. It was the woman whose voice I had been hearing. She helps me to the side of the road and flags someone down. Luckily, I managed to get help in the minutes. A man coming home from work stops and helps me. As a man is helping me inside the car, I tell him to wait for the lady that helped me. She might want a ride too. The guy looks puzzled and says, what lady? You were standing at the edge of the road by yourself. And I go, no, I wasn't. It's like, look at me. Next thing I see, I'm in the hospital bed surrounded by my parents. I like to think an angel came to my rescue that night. I quit drinking after that. 
I know for sure I probably wouldn't quit drinking, but fuck it, you know? It's probably what, what saved you, Mike. Probably more, uh, I, I mean, drink responsibly, you know? But nice encounter. So I guess this one comes in from another listener. Um, she's uh, th- This encounter was told to her by her grandma. Uh, this listener writes in about an incident that happened to her grandma when she was in her 20s. My grandma had just given birth to her first child, my mom. The baby was born healthy, but my grandma had complications and her health was declining. She had to stay in bed for some time while the doctors tried to save her life. She said she was assigned a nurse to care for her. The nurse's name was Lupe, short for Guadalupe. She said that Lupe would visit her every night, checking her vitals and administering medicine. She would tell her that she was going to be released soon, to have faith in her. What the doctors could not do, Lupe did. Lupe was able to improve her health. Eventually, the day came when she was discharged. My grandma wanted to thank the nurse for saving her life. So after a couple of days, she gathered up what she could and brought some gifts to give to the nurse. She arrived at the hospital and asked for her by name. The person at the desk could not find a nurse named Lupe. My grandma was shocked and started to get mad because she knew she was being attended by somebody. She had so many questions, like who was checking in on her. Looking back at it, my grandma thinks that God had sent an angel to help her as she was praying every night. So as you can see, I, I tend to work in, I, I guess, haunted places or something with energy because like almost everywhere I go, like something's always getting launched. People are always seeing something, like some type of shadowy hooded figure. Um... But the hitchhiker ones, that's pretty interesting. Like, I'm, I'm still waiting. Well, probably not. I shouldn't say waiting because what if it happens one day and I fucking get scared while I'm driving? Like, oh, shit, he popped in my backseat. But I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, if I survive, I'll definitely tell you guys about it. <laughs> you know, but um, I think the hitchhikers were, were kind of new. And I was kind of waiting to see when I was probably going to get some submissions. Because like, oh, for sure that shit has, you know, it has, it has to happen to somebody. Um, But I think that'd be pretty neat. And then we have the whole... Uh, you know the how do you say that 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 you know caretake caretaker giver type of ghost. So then we have uh you know that uh I guess that warm benevolent spirit that kind of helps the sick and hospital. Um, kind of reminds a little bit of La Planchada, and I think that's like one of those uh, folklores. I don't have the full details on it now, but I know it's like a nurse that's kind of been stuck, or um, she's like stuck in limbo, right? So she kind of shows up either at hospitals or in in war war times, like in warriors, and she tends to the ill or the injured, you know. And and it could have been here, you know. Could, this is what uh, this story that could it could have been that, you know. Um, but that's pretty neat. But but again, I probably I probably don't want to be in a situation where I'm like super dying or something, and getting all the news that the doctors can't find what's wrong with me, and you know. But it's good that she got help, you know. It's good that an angel came by and, and helped her out eventually. I mean, I assume that's an angel, right? It has to be an angel. Like what? What? Other, I'm pretty sure a spirit doesn't have healing capabilities, and it? it has to be like some like stronger entity, like an entity above, like a regular spirit. So I'm calling. It has to be an angel. I'm calling it an angel. So that's it for today's episode of a dead letter. If you have a paranormal story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through the Instagram page, a underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, keep your mind open and sleep with one eye open.